Synth Alliance Podcast. everybody and welcome to episode 035 of the Austronadian Synth Alliance podcast. My name is Robbie and as ever today on the show with me I have Teresa. Hello. And Razor. Hey hey how's it going? And it's our uh, episode 035 so uh, if you're new to the show we Every five episodes, we do an artist spotlight, and uh, this week, it's my pick, uh, hence the hosting, and I cheated a bit, and I've picked two artists. <laughs> <laughs> Diabolical. Yeah, I know. I know. Excellent. Such a cheater. I, I, I did the hand thing, in case you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Yes, and... Uh, I have uh, this one. I've been excited for a long time to do this one. I've been sitting on it. I've been waiting for uh, the new album to release um, before I did it. So I have chosen Peter Wilson. Now he's an Aussie artist, uh, singer. He had a minor hit in the 90s, and that was actually my introduction to him. Um, and. The second artist is a longtime collaborator of his, and it's uh, Matt Pop. Now, Matt Pop is uh, one of my favourite producers in the whole entire world. He seems to have the exact same taste in music, judging by his covers and who he works with and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, if you, if you dislike happy music, then <laughs> <laughs> then there's the door. <laughs> it's it's gonna be a it's gonna be a pretty uh pretty peppy kind of episode, but before we get on to that, uh, we'll see how the other two are going. So, how you doing, Razor? Good, good, thanks. Um, what is new? Uh, I guess is basically what you're asking. Um, yes, what is when, new? When, <laughs> well, I uh, just last weekend went to the last ever Dance Night '95, which is um, a party that. A bunch of people put on every say three four months and they play nothing but 90s euro dance trance house oh, um, amazing. so it was kind of bittersweet but it was it was a hell of a lot of fun so why uh, was it the last yeah, one that, pardon why was it the last one i don't know they're just everyone's getting busy with their own lives and stuff and i mean if there's enough you know people asking for it i'm sure they'll do something similar but under that label i think it's the last one Oh dear. Um, but yeah, sad. it was a lot of fun. And next week, next weekend, I have uh, the Midnight concert on the 6th. So looking forward mm. to, that, to that as well. Oh, Are you going to take exclusive video of that for us yeah. that we can put on our on the Facebook? Facebook page? Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. If, if there's a sax solo, I'll be getting a, a video of that. <laughs> so. Oh, you know there's going to be a sax solo. Come on. I have a feeling there's going to be more than one. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, looking forward to it. Uh, if yeah, not, then you have to be... Now. 
you have to uh, be there in the audience going, Sax solo now! Sax solo now! <laughs> Sax on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> and how are you, Teresa? <laughs> I'm okay. I don't get to go to like a cool midnight concert or anything. So that sucks. <laughs> I didn't go to like an all 90s dance night thing. So oh, that would have been sucks. so good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did... Uh, I did go to Boston. Uh, that was cool. It's for a yeah. conference. Um, I didn't get to actually see much of Boston because I was at the conference all the time. So, uh, but anyway, that was cool. And you left mm. just before all the houses blew up, right? No, I was there when that happened. <laughs> but because I was in the conference and it's like, uh, you know, you just kind of lose track of what's going on in the outside world. I had no idea what had happened. And I got these messages from my family. are like, oh my God, are you okay? Are you near the the house is blowing up because apparently there was like a gas leak in a suburb of yeah. Boston and <laughs> I had to ask a cab uh, why am driver I, laughing? I had to ask a cab driver what was going on I'm like I have no idea what you're talking about but apparently like a whole block blew up mm-hmm. and it was Jeez. just random houses that were catching on fire and, and exploding and that's the scariest thing ever um, yeah but I was nowhere near that excitement I guess well glad you're safe yes yeah. I'm back now in Kingston and uh, and uh in my safe little basement. Speaking of, yeah. Speaking of things that are gonna blow. Oh, <laughs> that was terribly tasteless. Wow. I take that back. <laughs> that changed, changed course really quickly. I was gonna say. What was uh, that, Ravi? We might. Uh, before we get the ball rolling, we might. Uh, I, I have a song to show you guys. The song oh. I uh, alluded to earlier. Peter Wilson, Into the Night. Now, I've sent you a link. Uh, are we ready to... We're going to have to link this video in the show notes because it's possibly the most 90s thing you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> um, <laughs> and the the funny thing is it's a cover of an 80s song. So, uh, but yeah. So, so yeah, let I'm, me... I'm ready to go when you guys okay. are. Okay, tops. Yep. All right. So this is uh, this was my introduction to Peter Wilson before I even knew it was Peter Wilson. Just imagine a, a little, I don't know, eight, nine-year-old Robbie dancing around uh, <laughs> to this, uh, watching it on TV in the morning. Right, ready to go? Yeah. Yeah. All righty. We're going to play it in three, two, one. Oh, wow. Look at the star field and everything. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I do like his haircut. It's uh, very 90s. <laughs> oh. It's like I know. classic it's like green every, screen video. Every, yeah. Every nineties uh trick in the book, okay we can stop it now. Okay. Uh, it's Peter, what what uh what effects would you like? All of them please? Yeah. <laughs> All of them at once, overlapping. It's like uh it's like he's Johnny mixed with uh what what is it? Do you remember that nineties CG dance version of Zorba's dance? Oh no, I don't. Oh, I don't think I've seen that one. That's I didn't, I didn't one have cable when I was a kid, so I didn't see many videos and stuff when I was growing up. 
Yeah. Oh, this was all on normal television for us on free to air. <laughs> but yeah, so that was my introduction to Peter Wilson, and uh, I liked that song and promptly forgot about it for many years until uh, I just I came across another one of his songs, and uh, that's how I discovered the second artist, his collaborator, uh, Matt Pop. And Matt Pop started off doing remixes. Uh, just of basically anything, old 80s songs and, and whatever on YouTube and uh, it got him some uh, fame and he was signed to um, some record labels and just started producing remixes for people and yeah, he's got a, a pretty sizable following on the, uh, on the internet. So uh, let's kick this off. We'll start with its razor up first this week, I think. I've given all of you guys a big folder of songs <laughs> to uh, pick and choose from. So, uh, yeah, I'm eager to hear what you've got. I was looking into just the history and stuff a little bit. Does Peter Wilson, uh, how does he fit in with Pete Waterman? Because are they linked at all? Or? They are. They are. Um, on, so on each of his albums, he's got, uh, he's kind of got like, different lanes so he'll do some italo disco songs he'll do some uh poppy songs he'll do some 80s stuff so he'll hire uh, not hire uh collaborate with um sort of big people so for the italo disco songs he'll work he'll work with Mirko hirsch and italo connection and uh for his poppy stuff mm. he'll work with matt pop and uh he'll uh do some um original stuff with Pete Waterman and uh, some of his producers like engineers Ian Kerno and and the rest so yeah nice mm. yeah I was kind of sort of clicking links to links on on Wikipedia and got sort of linked to this Pete Waterman entertainment which is now Pete Waterman limited or something like that anyway they have a ton of huge artists under that label yeah so I saw I thought it was kind of cool how it all sort of was in their little world. And like even two unlimited, yeah. is uh, is on this label. Like I was like, what? Yeah, it's like one of the biggest like dance acts of the nineties. <laughs> They're my favorite dance act of the nineties. Oh, nice. Yeah. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. Um, mm. Yeah, as you mentioned at the start of the show, you have to like a lot of happy music, and that's uh, definitely what uh, what this whole thing is about. Well, the whole folder that you gave us. Mm. I found this song, "Walk the Night." It was a little more of a minor key song, even mm. though it's still uplifting. And there is a bit in the middle that's uh, it, it comes right up and it's sort of major chords again. Mm. Um, I did like that, so it was just a little bit different, and I and it was like a good dance beat and stuff uh, that I liked a lot. And those pianos mm. that come in, it reminded me of something. The pianos that do like an arpeggio. Yeah. Um, and the lyrics he mentions being in love and having troubles with love in 1984. Now, if you take that literally, uh, he was born in 1973, so he's having all these love troubles when he's 11 years old. <laughs> um, so I don't know if, if he's thinking about someone else or if he was really mature for his age. Um, <laughs> anyway, we are. Uh, th- this is if you guys are ready. This is "Walk the Night." Yep. By Peter Wilson. And if you think about the title, the title in that the title in that context. He's really weird now. If he's talking about being 11 years old and walking the night. 
he had a lot of time to come up with like great songs in his future so maybe that's what he was doing just walking around coming up with melodies maybe he's a time traveler <laughs> yeah, <could be. laughs> all right so this is walk the night in three two one Kind of reminds me of children a little bit. Mm. The piano yeah, it reminds me of something. I couldn't put my finger on it. I wish it was 1984. See, told you he was a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
This pick. Mm, awesome. It's like every every sound from 1984 thrown in there. It's like huge yeah. reverb on the piano, all the echo mm, and everything. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So, Robbie, you still like that one, despite listening to everything by Peter Wilson and everything these days? As in, sorry, what did you say? I don't know. I would I would call that sort of like a B side or something like that. Like, do you still do you still enjoy like all these cuts that he's that he's done? Yeah, I do. Um, one of the things I love about his albums is that they tend to. I don't know. I I'm really strange in the way that most of my favorite '80s songs, uh, and even '70s. Most of my favorite songs on those 45s and those single releases were the B-sides. Okay. And um, that's what I really dig about his stuff. He just, he's a Matt Pops. It just, it strikes a chord with me. Like every song, every song. Mm. And um, this album actually, Stereo, this was the one that I discovered him with and it wasn't my favorite um initially it wasn't until the next album that i opened more up to this one up to stereo so okay but yeah i um i just put the albums on repeat and listen i um i don't have a special playlist or anything i i tend to dig everything so nice yeah hmm yes so I, I'm really glad that you picked that one because it's um, kind of went for the spacey stuff that he does. Uh, he has on his albums, and mm-hmm. uh, Teresa's got a, a very different one coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what, this so one, what are you picked? Well, this one is kind of made like it's kind of meant to be because okay, so mm-hmm. in 2017. Uh, the Estonia entry for Eurovision was a song called Verona, and I actually think we played it on the show. Like, I forget. Like, I must have been yeah, back then, did. some yeah. time. I forget yeah. what episode it was. Like, is it? Uh, is it Kit to me? Coit to me? Coit to me and to me and Laura. Yeah. Laura. Laura. Yeah. Anyway, I <laughs> fell in love with this song. I thought it was whole- it was like perfect. It was just the perfect cheese amazing song and so yeah yep. robbie and i have just like gushed over that one and then yep. i saw that in your list you had verona i'm like oh my god is this a cover of that song <laughs> and it sure enough it is um so i think that's it all totally i really need to say about I it i love it see this is why <laughs> i say that like they have the same taste in music because they pick all these they do all these covers of songs that only a select few of us seem to ever love <laughs> And, uh, yeah, I just, I like it. I like it. But continue. Sorry. Okay, I'm just going to go ahead and play it. I think that's all I really need to say. So if you know the song already, it's a remix of that. If you don't, it's an awesome song. <laughs> so here we go. It is. Okay, it's it's called Verona. It's um, it's Peter Wilson with, uh, it's a duet with Sean Smith. Yep. And if you guys are ready. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to go ahead and play it. In three, two, one. One.
Killer. I love Yay. that song. <laughs> I love that song so much. It, they do such a good job of covering it and like just like the pure version of the song, the the brilliance of the lyrics and the melody mm. when they say drama and Verona, yeah. like the way they do it. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And they did they said they did a great cover. Like it's a really great cover. So anyway. It is. Uh Sean Smith was actually um okay, this is uh my bubblegum pop knowledge. He uh, he was he started with his sister on. Um, they auditioned for X Factor in the UK. I think it was like 2010 or 2011, and uh, they were completely cheeseball act, but really, really, really entertaining. And they gave them Stockache and Waterman songs. They gave them Airship. Uh, Starship, sorry. Yeah, Starship, yeah. And they gave them just a whole bunch of songs and uh, they ended up releasing two really, really good albums and the last album um, that they released before they kind of folded was uh, him and his sister. They were called Same Difference and they released uh, this album and they collaborated with all these Nordic pop songwriters and stuff, worked with Alcazar and... It's really, really good. So Sean Smith has probably has one of my favourite sort of uh, male vocals sort of out there. But um, yeah, it's such a good cover. I'm so glad you picked it. <laughs> it's a high, it's a high register too. Like yeah. it's it for that, like for guys to cover that at that register is pretty uh, yeah. impressive. It's, so yeah, absolutely. I saw Verona in the list, and I didn't put two and two together. I, I just figured that that was the one that we played long, long time ago. Oh, okay. so I, didn't even, I don't even think I listened to it. But I, <laughs> oh I really like that cover um, when they do like the drum breakdown in the middle. Yeah, with yeah. That, uh, sort of a different rhythm and stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, it's a great cover. Yeah, really good job. Yeah, it is a top cover. Okay, both of those songs weren't slaves to the '80s. They had like a lot of elements and stuff, but there was that modern sheen, that modern production. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking it right back. <laughs> so, so this is a, a Matt Pop and Peter Wilson collaboration called "I Should Have Known Better," and uh, this is pure Stockache and Waterman, like a hundred percent from the chords to the breakdowns to the lyrics to everything. Like this is this is the sound of my childhood in one song. Nice. <laughs> um, it is. It's really really good. So and. The bass line is so jumpy. I, I've got a feeling it was uh, inspired by... Um, I don't know if you had um, an act over there or if they even if they made it over to you guys. They were called Mel and Kim. And they were a stock ache and water... And they... Uh, what was it called? Uh, was it kind of like breakbeat, like breakdance kind of music and stuff? Or something uh, like that? Rap, rapping well, and stuff? No? They, no, they... Um, it was two sisters... And they were a Stock Aiken Waterman act, but they were like edgy for Stock Aiken Waterman, so they had a bit of like British street cred and stuff like that. But this bass bass line sounds directly out of one of their hits. Uh, But I'm going to stop talking and I'm going to play it. Are we ready? Yes. Yep. Alrighty. So this is I Should Have Known Better, and I'm going to play it in three, two, one.
It is so that style. We're all Told you. your theory about the time machine is right because this does not sound like from now times no i know bad mood before that song started you're, you've got to be in a good mood now you, guys, yeah. you just gotta yeah they got they got everything right on that one yeah it's just the backing vocals are like exactly the same the bass lines and when you when it strips back in that little sort of breakdown section you can there's so many layers like i hear 
new stuff every time I listen to it. It's just, mm. there's like the bass is layered and just, I don't know, it's crazy. It, I, I wonder if they actually dragged out like old gear just to get the sounds right and stuff, well, you know, like ra- rather than does. For- His synth collection oh, yeah. is ridiculous. Like, okay. Yeah. I've seen, uh, I follow them on Facebook. Oh, I follow him on Facebook and um, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I think you've shown, you showed us a couple YouTube videos of Matt Pop uh, just riffing on keyboards and stuff. And was that the one, was that the same guy that he was showing you all the old like samples of no, 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 like, no, rave no, music and stuff? No, that was someone else. That was, uh, oh, okay. that was Luke Neptune, I think, the one that I shared with you. Oh, okay. Him. Yeah. All right. Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say about the bass line is that it was almost, like, I liked how it was jumping around and stuff. It was almost too chaotic. Because, like, if you listen to, like, an old Rick Astley song, of course, same producer style, right? Mm. Um, it was almost like its own melody line. So it was still bouncy, but it still had a melody. Whereas I found this one, it wasn't, it was just kind of more, there was more randomness to it. Not a bad way. Because it had its own style, yeah. I think. But like, I don't know. Like I said, I, the this particular baseline, I have a feeling is um, an homage to uh, Mel and Kim's "Respectable." I'm pretty sure. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll show you that one that. later. I'll link that as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's pretty much um, the same kind of deal, but. Uh, I don't know. Maybe on repeat listens, because um, I've like I've got the baseline stuck in my head now. Kind of. I don't know. For me, it's melodic, but maybe because I've listened to the song like ten thousand times. So. <laughs> it was still like I'm not, I'm not. I'm not trying to diss it. I just no, I no, just no, noticed I the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's very yeah. cool. Yeah, it's uh, and definitely from was, the era. Yeah. Like definitely the the same exact tones and sounds and everything so mm-hmm. yeah it, it's almost uh more pete waterman or stock and waterman than the actual stock and waterman tracks it's kind of <laughs> nuts <laughs> i don't know i just it's it's you said something in the beginning razor that i was actually gonna bring up and i it is like this whole little world like a bubble where yeah this person's work with that person and it's like Ke- the Kevin Bacon, the six degrees of separation <laughs> thing, like oh, except yeah, yeah. it's not even six degrees, it's like two degrees of separation. But um, yeah, it is, it's this little bubble and everyone's worked with everyone and I don't know, I just, I really dig it. Well, just the list of, of names that I was seeing, like everyone's super talented and like tons of hit records came out of all of these, all these people that collaborated and stuff. So it was like... I don't know, almost like that time period of like when SNL was actually cool and there was like a lot of <laughs> yeah. good actors that all came out and did all their thing and collaborated with each other and stuff too. But yeah, it's, it's yeah. very much a bubble. Yeah, it is. It is totally my bubble. I love it. <laughs> but yes, so that uh, that's our uh, Peter Wilson and Matt Pop episode. Yeah, um, awesome. Yeah, yeah. I was in a happy mood this morning when I woke up and it's kind of just continued and continued. <laughs> it's a, I've been listening been to this since while. like 3, 3.30 this morning. So. Nice. Yeah. And you actually picked you, you picked that song quite a while back, so you, you didn't falter or change or anything. You knew you wanted that one. 
Yeah, although it was it was tough going because I had the hardest time actually picking. Like, I had like a short list of about. Well, I wouldn't call it a short list. It was probably about seven <laughs> or seven or eight songs. <laughs> and each one, I feel a little guilty that I didn't pick. But I really wanted this one because it was Stockache and Waterman. That's why I wanted it. Right. Yeah. But well, do, do you have any ideas for the outro tune? I do. Um, <laughs> I'm probably going to go with Pulsation, which is uh, mm. sort of mid-tempo, uh, just a pretty synth-pop number. Um Although I'm gonna, um, I actually heard an extended remix on, um, goes for about five minutes on Spotify. So I'm gonna hunt that down and buy that so we can put that at the end of the show. Cool. But yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, so have we got any other news or? Uh, weed is officially legal in Canada in like 20 something days. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> so maybe the next time we record, I'll uh, partake or something. I don't know. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. You'll but partake. It's a pretty big deal. It's the, it, it's, it's the whole country. Like, the whole country is going to be legal, which is pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, it is. But well, if anyone... Astra- if oh, go continue. ahead, Robbie. Yeah. It's, I was just going to say that... Um, if uh, the rest of the world is in any indication, Australia will be probably about two decades behind. <laughs> we only just got gay married, so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. We're yeah. so behind. But. Well, well. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So that's, that brings the show to a close. Awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, thanks, for, thanks for showing us all these. Uh, these awesome tunes. There's a couple I've added to my Spotify playlist and stuff, so it, it, oh, it awesome. is sticking. Yeah, yep. And uh, they did, uh, uh, Peter Wilson did release, oh, it was a couple of months ago, new album called The Passion and the Flame. That's where uh, Teresa's pick, Verona, comes from. And um, it's a top album, didn't you too. Just, There's a lot didn't of... you just play one from there, too, uh, a couple weeks no. ago? No. Uh, yeah. Um, no. I, I, Together the, Alone or something? No. That was from the album before. Oh, I am sorry. Yep, that was from the album before. No, that's all right. I almost missed because I love that one. I love that one. Together alone is was awesome. It's so pretty. Remember that one? Yeah. But yes, so uh, I'll be putting. Well, I do the write ups. (laughs) I'll be putting links to everything (laughs) we've put in into the show in the show notes and and the the videos and uh, yeah. So from Robbie, see you later. Thank you for tuning in. And Teresa. Bye-bye. Did she say something or did she Yes, I said bye. (laughs) Okay, you dropped out. (laughs) (laughs) And and Razor, quick, it's devolving. Quick, hurry up. up. All right, take Take care, guys. Uh, We'll we'll see you next time. Take guys care. See you later. Bye. Now, bye. Walk away. You got to walk away.
shake guy's hair. <laughs> Just take care of it. <laughs>